Welcome to the Tape Ministry of the Embassy of the Word of God, where God is releasing men and women into exploits through the preaching of the Word of Faith. Be transformed and impacted as you listen to God's Word. Father, we thank you this morning. We appreciate you. We honor you. Thank you, blessed Holy Spirit. Thank you because you are faithful. Thank you because our confidence is not in our strength, but in you. Our confidence is in what you can do. Our confidence is in your faithfulness. Our confidence is in your goodness. You are good to us. And we give you all the praise. We honor you, Father. Take all the glory. Take all the praise. In the name of Jesus, we take authority over every demonic woman out there about monkeypox and whatever pox. In the name of Jesus, we decree and declare that everybody in this house is preserved from any pox out there, any outbreak out there. Your children are preserved. They are preserved from the onslaught of the enemy, from every hand of wickedness. In the name of Jesus, your home is preserved. Your environment is preserved. Your children are preserved from every form of infection. In the name of Jesus, anything that will bring another wave, in the mighty name of Jesus, you are preserved. You are protected. Your skin is preserved. Your skin will be renewed daily in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, choir. God bless you. Hallelujah. He's a good God. God is a good God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, this morning I'm ministering on the word I've titled Faith for Possession. Faith for possession. Faith to take hold. Praise God. Hallelujah. James chapter 2. James chapter 2 from verse 19. James chapter 2 from verse 19. And I read, Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. So even demons believe and tremble. Nine, 20 please. But will thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works? And by works was faith made perfect. Hallelujah. By works was faith made perfect. Faith is not believing. And believing is not faith. Faith 
is not believing. And believing is not faith. The scripture tells us in that scripture we read that even the devils believe and they tremble. Faith is believing and corresponding action. Faith is believing and corresponding action all put together. But faith on itself is not believing and believing on itself is not faith. Now, anytime we receive God's word into our heart, what we receive according to the book of Romans chapter 10 is we receive righteousness. Romans 10, 10, please. The Bible says, With the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth. So, no matter how much you believe in your heart, unless you act upon what you have believed in your heart, through your confession, there will not be salvation. So as fantastic as believing in your heart is, the scripture says even demons believe and they tremble. They believe that there is God and they tremble. But when you receive that word in your heart, what you have received in your heart is called believing. What it says is that you must now take the step of faith. The corresponding action is to what? Confess with your mouth. And the word confession there is a Greek word homologia, which simply means confessing the same word, declaring what has been said concerning you. Hallelujah. So what has been declared concerning you is the fact, is the final verdict. Anything else is called sense knowledge. Hallelujah. Anything else is called what? Sense knowledge. On Wednesday, I was telling you that anything that you can see that contradicts the word of God is called sense knowledge. It's called sense knowledge and it's not spiritual. Hallelujah. Anything that you see, not everything you see is faith. Because what you see may be good, but if it contradicts the word of God, it's called sense knowledge. And the scripture tells us in Romans chapter 8, the verse number 8. Romans 8, the verse number 8. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Hallelujah. Or they that are of the senses cannot please God. So any man that is of the senses will not be able to please God. Senses, our senses are what we can feel, what we can touch, what we can handle, what we can smell. These are our senses. And so of course, it, it is communicated to us through the five senses. So we have the sense of smell, taste, and what have you. Hallelujah. So what you smell, see, and taste, touch are the senses. As much as they look real, they are not as real as our spiritual realities. And there are realities in the realm of the spirit. 
And the realities in the realm of the spirit are more real than anything you can feel. Anything you can feel is subject to change. Anything you can see is subject to change. The scripture tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, the verse number 17. Let's read that. It says, for our light affliction. It's an affliction, but it's called what? Light affliction. Which is but for a moment. It's for a short time. Worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. 18. Then it tells us, while we look not, or in other words, whilst we consider not at the things which are seen, physical, the things that appeal to your senses, but at the things which are not seen, the spirit realm. Whilst we consider only the spiritual and we refuse to consider the physical. This is the reason. The next part of that verse. For the things which are seen are temporal. In other words, they are subject to change. Anything can change. If it came, it will go. If it did not come with you, it must go. So if fibroid never came with you, you were not born with fibroid. It came from somewhere else. It must go. If pain came into your life all of a sudden from nowhere and you didn't know how it came, it came, it must go. Because what? It is temporary. It's called an affliction. An affliction is a pain. So you will endure it for a moment. But you see, what defeats a man's faith is lack of conviction. Lack of what? Conviction. Lack of conviction. I remember every first Sunday, is it every first Sunday or every, every first Sunday or every last Sunday now, I pray for the leaders. So they will kneel and then I will lay hands on them and pray for them and speak into their life for into the month. So then some of them will say, ah, they cannot kneel. I think one of them was Connie. Connie says, I cannot kneel because she says she's having some knee problems. Maybe grandmother problems or old age problems. But it came from somewhere. And so it must go. So I keep laying hands on them every Sunday. One, sun, one Sunday like that, she just realized everybody was kneeling and she could kneel. She said, ah, that thing is gone. It's gone. It's, it's temporary. It must go. It must go. It must go. I remember one of those Sundays like that. As I was I've ministered, finished ministering, going to my office. I think it was Steve that met me. What was the problem with your problem again? It was your neck, isn't it? You couldn't turn your neck. Was it your neck or your throat? 
Yeah, it was somewhere there. Somewhere there. You see, he has forgotten. I think it was his neck. He could not turn his neck. So he said, Papa, 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 this thing has been there for us. I said, but I've been in this service all this while. You are waiting for me at my door. So he said, okay. So I just laid hands and then walked by. And then she, he said, all of a sudden, the thing just vanished. Something that has been there for more than two weeks or a month or so, I don't know. But it has to go. Why? Temporal. But at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal. Anything you see with your physical eyes that appeal to your senses are physical. They gotta go. Amen? They have to go. But the things which are not seen are eternal. I choose to believe the eternal things of God. I say I choose to believe the eternal things of God. Hallelujah. I choose to believe the eternal things of God. So, what we lack most of the time is lack of conviction. When a man lacks conviction, what he has is that he does, he will not act on what he claims he believes. He will not act on what he claims he believes. There's a man in Genesis chapter 12. God called him. The verse number 2. And said, go out of your father's house. That man was called Abraham. The scripture tells us, he says, Abraham, get out of your father's house. He was a moon worshiper. And I will bless you. And he says, and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. Chapter 15, we find out that there came a time that Abraham said, you have blessed me with money. Everything. Chapter 13, he said, chapter 13, verse 1, the scripture says, and God has blessed him in silver, gold, cattle, and everything. But in chapter 15, we find out that Abraham was now saying, I'm going without anything. After God had told him, after this, since the word of the Lord came unto him, Abraham, and said, fear not, Abraham. Thy, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. If God could come and speak to you like that, You'll be cool, man. You'll be relaxed, chilled. Not a man of God spoke to you. Not another person. God. Verse 2. And Abraham said, Lord, what would thou give me? Seeing I go childless. And I want you to see something very important there. Seeing I go childless. I go childless, and the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus. And behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thy own bowels shall be thine heir. Take note that this time when God was speaking to Abraham, Abraham was about uh, 100. The wife, 99 or so. So they are in the 90s. They are past anything stop. Anything menu. In fact, it's beyond. It's beyond, beyond. It's beyond any menu. It's beyond scientific. Even scientific, I'm not sure if there was any doctor that they would not even... You know when you want to go for... Um, if you want to go for IVF, 
they will tell you at a particular age this is a lost case. They don't we won't even strike. They don't waste don't waste our time. Um, they leave you to <laughs> your faith. Is this one they left them to their faith? Because at hundred and ninety, what what else can what what can be done for him? And he brought him forth abroad and said, "Look now toward heaven." This is God speaking now. Listen. And tell the stars if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. God said, Look beyond your physical evidence. Look beyond the prognosis. Look beyond the circumstances. Look at the stars. Have a different perspective. If you are able to number them, so shall your seed be. Verse 16. And he believed in the Lord. He what? Believed in the Lord. And he counted it to him for righteousness. Romans 10.10 10, With thy heart, man what? Believes unto righteousness. So that was not faith. Abraham believed God that okay, it is possible. If God has said it, he is able to do it. If he has said it, he is able. But then he did something more. God did something more. The Bible says he believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. Seven, and he said unto him, I'm the Lord that brought thee out of the air of the Chaldees. Now God is now trying to prove himself. To give this land to you to inherit. Eight, and he said, Lord, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit it? In other words, he knows that to inherit a land, you need children. He will die soon. So he was asking a very genuine question. Nine. And he said unto him, Take me an heifer, three years old, and she goat of three years old, and a ram of three years, and a turtle dove, and a pigeon. Now, this is what God did. God cut a covenant with Abraham. God said, Take these animals, kill them. Let's walk a walk of blood. We will exchange places. We will kill these animals. Part them into two. You take that one position, I'll take the other position. We will cross over. When we cross over, what it simply means is that if I'm not able to fulfill my part as God to give you inheritance, I cease to be God. And you to walk it. And if you also don't fulfill your part, you cease to be Abraham. But God knew that Abraham could not do it by himself. By the time all this will happen and take place, Abraham has slept. The Bible says a dark, deep sleep came upon him. He slept. By the time he woke up, God had already done the work on his behalf, cut a covenant for Abraham and gave it to Abraham. It's called grace. So anything God does for us is based on his goodness. Not because you are good, Because he knew Abraham could not 
Abraham will never be able to fulfill his part. Abraham, he couldn't, he fitted. He doesn't have the will without the strength, the ability, the resources to become. So God cut the covenant with himself. And the New Testament tells us, by two immutable things by which it is impossible for God to lie. God made a promise to Abraham. And then he also added with it an oath, a swearing. And how did God swear? The Bible says that because God could not swear by anything greater, because there is nothing greater than God. He said, I swear by myself. If I don't do this to Abraham, I cease to be God. And that became our covenant. That became part of our heritage. So in the book of Romans chapter number 4, fast forward, we see the writer in the verse number, from the verse number 14, we see the writer of, um, let, let's start from verse 1. Let me show you something then, then I'll run up. In Romans chapter 14. Um, chapter 4, I say, yeah? Great, 4, sorry. Romans chapter 4. What shall we say then? That Abraham, our father, as pertaining to the flesh has found. So fast forward many years, thousands of years back, we are all called the seed of Abraham. Has God fulfilled it? Yes. The stars he saw that he could not number. We are part of those stars. The sun that he could not count, we are part of them. For if Abraham, so that scripture calls him our father, according to what? The flesh. For if Abraham were justified by works, he has wear off to glory, but not before God. In other words, it was not based on Abraham's goody-goodiness and how well he participated in the covenant God cut with him. For what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. According to Galatians, Genesis 15. Praise God. Now, for what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God. Verse 4. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. So God is telling us what he did for Abraham in Genesis was grace. Not because Abraham was indebted to him. Because Abraham could not do it by his works. Yet I read a scripture in James. So I'll come to that to finish it. Now, but to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. So he goes a step further to explain to us that there is something else beyond just believing. He says, but to him that worketh not, but believeth on him, that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. So what did Abraham do to prove that he had faith? Verse 14, jump to 13. So Abraham added something to his believing. Because in Genesis chapter 17, the scripture came, tells us about how God came again to Abraham to finish the deal he started in chapter 15 but I will not go there and when oh no don't go there please we don't have the time verse Romans yes from yes because from 14 for if they which are of the law be heirs faith is made void and the promise made of none effect 
Because the law worketh wrath. For where no law is, there is no transgression. I don't even think I need all this. I need 16. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. So God is saying that what I gave to Abraham in Genesis, which was by grace, it was actually by faith. To the end, the promise might be sure so that what I have promised Abraham will be concrete, will be set in concrete, unbreakable. To all the seed, including you, including me, not to that only which is of the law, not only the Jews, but to that also which is what? Of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. 17. This is a good part. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. In Genesis 17, God came to him and said, I have made thee a father of many nations. So as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed. So he first has to believe before faith will be activated. He says, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed. Even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth the things that be not as though they were. So Abraham, you do not have a child. Remember when God said, I have made thee a father of many nations, Abraham was still childless. It was not because Abraham had a child now. He was still childless. God says, I have made thee. When God has spoken, what he has said is the final verdict. I like the song we say, you have the final say, word, final word. And amen. Dependable God. He's a dependable God. If Abraham could depend on this God, this God had to do something to prove to Abraham, you can depend on me. So he swore by himself and said by two immutable things by which God cannot lie. Swearing by himself. He said, in blessing, I will bless you. Abraham, you will have a child. And not just that, not that you have, I have made you a father. What did Abraham do? Abraham leaped on that word. And when Abraham leaped on that word, I told you faith is not believing and believing is not faith. You must believe first. And then you must act. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many before whom he believed. Even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth the things that be not as though they were. 18. Who against hope? In other words, his case was hopeless. Yet he believed in hope. In other words, the journey of faith sometimes will mean that you would have to go around the walls of Jericho. I told you the other day, seven times. The first time, things may not change. The second time, things may not change. The third time, things may not change. But has God said it? If he has said it, it is done. If God has said it, it is done. If God spoke it, he has the final word. 
no man has the final word the scripture says let all men be lie let God be true anything that you see physically because it is temporary it is a lie are you hearing me it's a lie it's a mirage it will change you are looking at it you think it is blue it is not blue when the light of God sheds on that thing the thing changes color you know that it was not blue all along because what God sheds on the thing is what gives the thing color are you hearing me the light God sheds on the thing is what gives the thing color if God sheds a light on something that is what makes the thing become what it must become anything else outside the light of God is not it is temporal it is false it is something you are seeing but it's a mirage it will change who against hope believed in hope that he might become what has been spoken that he might become what would have been spoken the father of many nations according to that which was what spoken so shall thy seed be but what did he do 19 and be not weak in faith this is now faith be not weak in faith he considered not his own body in other words the physical evidence is there we are not saying that ignore that there is pain we are not saying that ignore that the, the thing is not there. No. We are not saying go and confess that the thing is not there when the thing is there. That's not what we are saying. And I'll show you something about that in a moment. <laughs> because that is where a lot of people get it wrong. We confess hoping that it will become. No. You confess because you have already believed. You believe, therefore you confess. When you are confessing, hoping that it will become, it will never become. So, your belief is the conviction you have that what God said is true. So, against hope, Abraham has been told, you are a father, not you are going to become. You are. You are. You are healed. You are well. You are whole. God has said it by his stripes you were healed you are healed it is said you must have that conviction if you don't have that conviction even if an angel comes to tell you you will never believe you must believe what has been said so be not weak in faith this is not faith now Abraham considered not his own body so he's looking at the physical verdict but he says no this is not me it can, this cannot be my end I'm looking at this, but this cannot be my end. My story must change. Not at his body, the deadness of his body, nor at Sarah's old age. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. The womb was dead, folded up, resigned. He's target not at the promise of God. True unbelief. In other words, he kept what has been said before him. He said, God, I choose to believe you. You have the final word, final word, final word. What is an amen? Dependable God. Oh, you have the final word, final word, final word. An amen. Dependable God. Dependable God.
He's dependable. You can choose to depend on him today. Hallelujah. I say you can choose to depend on him today. He has the final word. He has the final word. He's targeting under the promise through unbelief. I was strong in faith. Now listen to this. Let's look at another. He's targeting under the promise. Now, verse 21. That's where I'm going to. Being fully persuaded. Conviction. Conviction. It first comes. You must be convicted in your heart before you say it. He was able that God is able to perform. Rise to your feet. He had conviction in his heart. 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 He's a dependable God. He's a dependable God. And lift up your voice right now. This is your moment if you desire something from the Lord. It may not be a healing, it may be a miracle, something you desire. He has the final word. He has the final word. Are you hearing me? He has the final word. Yes, can we sing that song again, please? What's the congregation? Lift up your voice and begin to bless the Lord. Mano Shide Kata. Oh, Yalalalalala. Oh, shut up. Whether you are online, believing God for a miracle, right now I stretch forth my hands towards you. Freely I have been given. The Lord has graciously blessed me with a grace to send the healing grace to my generation through the preaching of the word of faith. Right now, wherever you are connected, online, online, right now, I minister life to you now. I minister wholeness to you now every sickness in your body out in the name of jesus every sickness in your body out in the name of jesus sleeplessness out in the name of jesus migraines out in the name of jesus hearing problems out in jesus name internal organs out in the name of jesus fibroids i shrink you in the name of jesus I cast every hold of diseases, sickness, diabetes, high blood pressure. I command you out in the name of Jesus. I speak health and wholeness to you. Wherever you are right now listening under the sound of my voice. Oh, ring, la, tong, ling, ling, toza. In the name of Jesus, you devils of darkness, devils of infirmity, I command you to lose your grip and hold over everybody suffering from one pain or the other. I command that pain out of their lives in the name of Jesus. I release them from every pain. I release them from every pain. I release them from every pain. I release them from every pain in the name of Jesus. If you're online, now is your moment. Take it now. In the name of Jesus, Borasaka Lakota Lalaika Long Latan de Clata. In the mighty name of Jesus, now I dispense the healing anointing to you now. Mosalalaika Lad Ilosalalaikata. In the name of Jesus, I declare now be healed. I declare now be healed. Your eyesight be perfected. Your hearing be perfected. Your hair infection be perfected skin infections be perfected in the name of jesus 
menstrual irregularities be perfected now in the name of jesus mental health in the mighty name of jesus i arrest every spirit of depression every spirit of oppression every spirit of suicide in the name of jesus i command your power over the people of god to break now in the name of jesus thank you heavenly father in the mighty name of jesus If you're not sure that you're born again but you want jesus to be resident as the holy spirit he says soon you will not see me that's his death but he says soon you will see me because i go to the father the only way we can see him is through the holy spirit if for any reason you want to receive jesus into your heart i want to pray for you quickly now wherever you are just pray this prayer with me declare with a father let the spirit of god come into me let me not be the same i ask oh god that make me a new creation through the work of regeneration through the death the burial and the resurrection of jesus christ father i receive into my spirit a new spirit i am a new creation from today i refuse to be the son and the daughter of the devil I receive from today the spirit of sonship therefore I take dominion thank you for the gift of salvation thank you for the gift of salvation father I ask that the Holy Spirit will come into me strong in the name of Jesus. Now pray this prayer me, declare me in the name of Jesus. If you don't speak in tongues, declare me in the name of Jesus. By the evidence of speaking in tongues, I received the infilling of the Holy Ghost and with the outward manifestation to begin to speak in tongues now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I receive the gift of speaking in the Holy Ghost now. Couldn't find one to compare To your grace, your love, your mercy